Fear is not always unplanned and uninvited. Sometimes it is deliberately manufactured. Because of its paralyzing potential, fear is often used as a tool of subjugation by those who seek to wield power over others. As the prolific author H.L. Mencken cynically said, quote, The whole aim of practical politics is to keep the populace alarmed and hence clamorous to be led to safety by menacing it with an endless series of hobgoblins, most of them imaginary, end quote. When a threat is known and seen, the fight-or-flight response is beneficial. When the threat is not defined, there is nothing to fight or flee from. This creates a circumstance in which those who claim to be able to see the hobgoblin are given power and money in order to ostensibly fight it. Political leaders are apt to exaggerate or manufacture a threat so as to maximize their chance to accumulate power, to do important things that you would otherwise avoid, in Rahm Emanuel's words. 9-11 being the easiest example, let's continue with it. Since that fateful day, Americans have been scared incessantly by those in power who have dominated the airwaves to repeatedly suggest the impending threat of more terrorism. If only they, our fearless leaders, could be trusted with more power, such as the USA Patriot Act, or given more money, such as trillions of taxpayer dollars having been spent on counterterrorism measures and foreign military intervention, or re-elected to continue their quest for freedom. If only we do whatever they ask us to do, then surely peace will be found around the corner. Because the brain's response to fear is automatic, it can be exploited by those who wish to produce a desired effect. For example, a cruel boy who knows that his sister is easily scared of strange noises could torment her by playing random, scary sounds from his computer. Similarly, Politicians know how best to frighten their constituents with hobgoblins, producing a consistent response, usually in the form of support for whatever policy is proposed to keep us safe. This exploitation is done with an end in mind. The tormenting brother might consider his cruelty a form of entertainment and pleasure. Politicians might simply desire a given policy for which public support is lacking, or they might like to receive large campaign donations from influential corporations with heavy ties to what President Dwight D. Eisenhower called the military-industrial complex.